0: Woohoo! 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 <laughs> She's in the building. TikTok, bitches. This is the Woohoo! Club with Chi. I am Chi. Let's do this. Okay, it's Sunday morning, and I am currently sorting through my wardrobe because I'm having a deep clean. Not that anyone gives a fuck. Um, my boyfriend is moving in, and I'm having to put a load of stuff under the bed which pains me because i am a crazy nut neat freak and i like my clothes to be chronologically ordered and everything perfect and cocktail dresses and short slutty mini dresses and like day dresses and now that is no longer a thing all of that stuff is gonna have to go under the bed until i am able to summon the energy when i'm going out to like go under the bed and rummage around and get all the stuff out but anyway that is not the point. The point is, <clears throat> I am in the middle of this process, and I'm listening to a few of my favorite podcasts, and I'm thinking, and I'm ruminating, and I'm like reflecting. And I am very aware that at the moment, there is a lot of toxicity online. Like there is literally an endless amount of recirculated, recycled opinion flying around. And a lot of it isn't really new information. Like when it comes to anything, so I'm talking about self-care, self-love, like the empowerment movement, which is obviously incredible, but again, not my point. It's all kind of a little bit stale to me. And then I was thinking like, why am I looking down on everyone's opinions like this. Like, surely this is amazing that now we live in this generation where we have this platform, we can all talk about it openly. And then I realized I don't have a problem with the conversation. I think that the conversation is necessary. What I do take issue with is myself being in it right now. And the reason for that is, is because I have transcended past the need to talk about it. I spent all of my 20s, like literally, oh, in a state of like anarchy and worry and anxiety. If you can hear that noise, it's my laptop freaking out because of all the truths. <laughs> um, of anxiety of, like, about all this stuff, like carrying the weight of the world when it comes to women and protecting women and their needs and their deserved place in the world. Like that was my 20s. And I'm kind of done with it on a personal level because I am so at peace with myself. And that might sound conceited and selfish and whatever, but I do think there is real room here for each of us to get past this point where we are just chewing the fat and getting caught up, often in a toxic and unhealthy way, in the conversation which actually squashes any room for our own thoughts. It is so deafeningly loud out there. Like, what is it you actually think? Like, what are your opinions? What are your opinions when they are separated out from all of like the mud that is online? Because there is so much mud. And sometimes you know that feeling you get when you hear something and you're like, fuck yeah, fuck, I agree with that. I hadn't heard that perspective before, That is so true. How often does that moment happen? It's rare, right? Unless you've been living under a box (laughs) for the last few years, you know, in in a time when we have had nothing to do except obsess over change in the world and how we are all trying to get to this place of like freedom and equality and fairness and non-discrimination and true just like level playing field for all of us, men and women alike and everything else. Like all we've done is think about those changes. So unless you've been living under a box, you know what's out there. You know the conversation that's being had, okay? For me, I have no interest in chewing that fat much at the moment, unless I am contributing something that is actually creating significant change in women's lives. And this, this, is the real, this is the real crux of what I'm saying. We can all talk about this all day long, but what it does when you're talking about it all the time is it literally sucks the fucking life out of you from being able to be creative and look inward to make something fucking wonderful. So if all you're doing is talking and exhausting yourself by carrying this around with you, like we all fucking know, we all know that we have a long way to go before women are getting their just fucking desserts in the workplace and in life and genuinely being treated in a way that isn't just fucking like threaded with sexism and the patriarchy. We, we know, right? Okay. So done. Tick. We know. Great. Everyone agreed. Fantastic. So how about from that place, you're like, okay, I can put a wall up here now and I can choose to revisit the conversation and step back in when I have something to say that is mine, but I don't just have something to say. I have something to show you. I have something to show you. So what is it you want to show people? What is your moment? Okay, you've been cogitating this, calculating the the risks, the situation, like you know what's happening out there, okay? You know that now is the best time for you to be brave and to step up and to produce something that speaks more loudly than anything you could say in the conversation, which is by doing. Whether it's you starting a t-shirt brand that's like, fuck yeah, like fuck everyone, like fuck yourselves, I'm on my period, blah, blah, fucking blah, like deal with it. Or whether it's you literally going into work every day and you know, in your own time, like taking a course, it's about how to hold your head high at work and like be a confident bitch and walk around being like, do you know what? I just produced something really amazing. Like for a client today, I'm the best. And then that energy kind of like spirals through the room that you're working in. And then other women like receive that and it's infectious and then they start doing it. I want you to imagine that you are a parent, okay? Some of you won't have to imagine, some of you will know. You are a parent. And as a parent, you know that the only way you can truly, truly influence your child is not by lecturing them, not by holding them to ransom, not by saying actual words, but by doing. And this is no different, okay? If you really want to influence the world we live in and to be the kind of human that is actually creating real change, then I... I mean, I might get some flack for this. I don't know. I would recommend that like, if you feel educated to a sufficient degree, I would recommend that you step back and do what I'm doing and actually look inward and focus on your own goals. And think, how can I preserve my energy and protect it and squirrel it away and then like unleash it on some amazing idea? How can I do that in a way that's going to look fucking cool. Like I'm going to produce something cool and I'm going to be proud of it. And this is interesting because we always talk about confidence, right? Like what is the secret to confidence? How do I get confident? Confidence exists in the tiny little space where you produce something you're proud of and that feels true to you and you loved making and was the culmination of all these ribbons of potential and like thoughts that you had in your mind, that is when the magic happens. That is when you put something out into the world and you are like, you don't even have to put it out there. It can just be for you, but whatever it is that you make and you produce, that's when you're gonna get a little rush of confidence. That's where it lives. It doesn't exist by listening and 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 listening to other women tell you how to do it. It exists very simply and very effortlessly as a byproduct of you producing something you're proud of. I'll give you some examples. I love examples in life because I am just so done with the conversation as in being a part of it, like I'm happy it's happening, but I am choosing right now to kind of like spend more time on me because it's about me and it's my world. And I want to create a family and a life and an existence that is fucking lush (laughs) and rich in all the ways I want it to be. And I don't want to be worrying about money or like whether I can afford to take my mum out for lunch and a pedicure, or like whether I can afford to donate to that charity or whether I can afford to like take some days off so that I can spend time with the people I love. Like, fuck that shit. All of those worries are exactly on the same path as me being unempowered as a woman every time I'm worrying about that stuff, I'm losing power. I don't have the power or the platform or the position to be able to assert myself as a strong female. Now, this is not me saying that, because I use the word afford a lot there, this isn't me saying that money is the only thing that makes me an empowered woman, no, 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 no. That work is way more internal. But it's like I just said about the confidence, The result of producing something you're proud of, whether that's an improved sense of self-worth or it's a fucking recipe book or it's like a nurtured relationship, whatever that is, or whether it's money, okay? (laughs) Whatever that is for you. The byproduct of that is confidence. And guess what the byproduct of confidence is? The byproduct of confidence is you being a badass bitch. Like the cliche goes, it shouldn't be a cliche because it isn't, it's yours to have if you want it, but only when she gets that place of confidence. And then once you're doing that, that is when you are empowered. And that's when you walk around with your head held high and your nipples like pointing firmly forward (laughs) at the universe's path for you. And that's when you start to have a really positive effect for change. Is that not just the most amazing realization? Basically, I'm giving you permission to not spend like a death sentence amount of time on the internet, consuming the empowerment preachy word because you think you have to, because you feel guilty that you should be doing more. I am giving you permission to remove yourself from the super highway of that conversation and to look inwards and quit and spend some time thinking what it is you wanna do. Because when you're creating something, okay, that's when your contribution becomes something that's going to affect change. And I'm not sure that many women realize that. I think that they think that by talking this shit till they're blue in the face, that they're doing the right thing, but I just don't have that opinion. I know what I care about. Like I just said earlier, I know what I care about. And I don't worry about me caring about those things being conceited or selfish because I'm not in the conversation all the time. Because I know there's a byproduct of me taking care of myself. I am literally fulfilling the role of being an empowered woman and creating change for everyone else when they see me doing it and living it. Because that's, Then something that's possible versus just something that we hear about. Okay? So I actually, and I've never done this before, I wanted to put out publicly. And you know, like at the moment, like this podcast is just for me, this is like something I've started. I don't know if it's gonna truly take off. I'm at this point in my life where I don't care if it does or doesn't, because if it does it means I'm creating something of value. And if it doesn't, then thank you next. So like, I'm not emotionally attached, but you know, in in the future, this might be an episode that lots of people listen to. And I've put this out into the public realm and I'm fine with that, I'm a piece of that too. So I wanted to share in the public realm what my goals are for this year in 2022, in the hope that it inspires you to kind of feel a little less worried and take that little crease out your brow and like look inward Luxuriously, and think for a second about what your goals really are and how those goals are supporting your future self. Okay. So, some of you will know the Woohoo Club is a platform that is all about sharing no BS, self love, pep talks. Like, that's my background. That's what I've been doing for years through various mediums. And now it's a podcast, and it's also, namely, this event called The Schmooze. The Schmooze is a day of self-love pep talks and masterclasses and very powerful moments where you're going to experience breakthroughs in yourself. And all of it is in this environment of like incredibly similar, like-minded people on your wavelength that feel what you feel and are going through what you're going through. And so like us all being together in this big, hot pink swirl of a room, (laughs) doing all these intimate, like mini self care occasions together. It's a very fucking special event. Okay. And I'm so proud of it. And it's the culmination of years of experience of me coaching women privately, or as part of group coaching, schools, whatever it is. Okay. Like I feel qualified as shit, basically to run this event. My background is also separately as a creative director for an event series in New York. And so I know events, I know self-care. So I'm smushing the two together in a way that's authentic and actually is gonna create real change for the women that attend in a way that some of these like watered down wellness festivals are just not doing because they're just, in my opinion, all about making money and I'm not slagging anyone off. I'm just saying, I'm just not getting all the feels from some of the events that are out there now. And I think we all need something new. Anyway, that's the schmooze. Okay. So I launched the schmooze back in November, 2021. It was our first event pilot event. We had over 50 people come and bear in mind, this was a curated, like I don't know, it list, if you will, of anyone that's like super into self-love and super checked in and engaged. Because I don't want just anybody coming to these events. Like this is about being in the room with the right people that are gonna influence your sense of self in the best fucking way. So like, I want this to be a hot mess of the right souls. I don't want this to just be like a fucking cattle market of anyone who like wants to like buy shit or, you know, be sold to. No, this is like a very intimate family of humans who are all about the same thing, okay? So about 50 people there. I was like, I was nervous to make any bigger for the pilot event because I was like, how am I gonna create this family style sisterhood? if it's like loads more people. So I was like, I was nervous. So I launched with 50 people and we had like four mini self-care masterclasses. I did a freestyle um, self love pep talk on the main stage and we had a sick DJ uh, and we had a, a boogie with School of SOS, which by the way, are the most insane group of females that started this empowerment dance school that like anyone can like take their classes and they teach you how to strut and to just like release emotionally release and like leave your shit on the table outside and just like dance your heart out in the most sassy Beyonce kind of way and so like we had a dance by the school of SOS with their incredible instructor Amanda and oh god it was just sick and the 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 secret source of the event is this portion of the evening called the called the schmooze. Like that's so the whole event's called the schmooze, and then there's a part of the night called the schmooze. Okay, so it's like (laughs) the hot dog in the bun, (laughs) and in the schmooze, basically, it's kind of like a like have you ever been to a mixer or like a matchmaking event where like you kind of like speed date everyone in the room except like we were all just doing it with each other and it was crazy. Like it was, it was intense. And like everyone gets flung like a bunch of like really personal, intimate questions to answer with like another stranger. And it just went so well. Like I was like, okay, f- perfect pilot event done. Right. Here's where the truth hits. This event cost me about three and a half grand to put on. Okay. Okay. Like factoring in all the production and operations and marketing costs, this is how much it cost me. I paid for it out of my own pocket. Fine, done. I knew that for the first event, I wouldn't be able to create any sponsorship, and I also, I mean, like ticket sales maybe covered like a grand, uh, you know, of the of the costs. But that was it. Like it was nowhere near enough to cover the cost of the event, right? So, I was like, fuck. Okay, this is a real business. This could be a real business. I. Beyond it being a business, this is a business like that is a matter of the heart for me. So you know, matter of the heart first, matter of the heart first, business second. So I'm like, okay, twenty twenty two. I need to fucking make money so that I can hire women that want to be a part of this thing, and I can pay all the speakers and pay everyone that's involved the fucking money they deserve, and blah 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 blah. And I'm like, you know, I'm like fucking salivating thinking about this. I'm like, okay, twenty twenty two. Goal number one sponsorship for this event, because this is something that could go nationwide, worldwide. I'm ready. Like I've eaten shit in my twenties. I'm ready to fucking hit it. Like this, this is my destiny. This is your destiny. Like I want you to come to the next schmooze. Like it is fucking special and transformative and will alter how you feel about yourself and leave you in this reverie of just like, magic. Like fuck, I really can do anything. Okay. And so my goal for this year, 2022 is I need to secure a ton of money in event sponsorship. Okay. <clears throat> That's the goal. I also want to create passive income streams for myself. Okay. There's a few ways I want to do that. And I'm not ready to reveal them yet in the context of the Wahoo club, but like, The biggest one for me is I want to pay off my, I have a help to buy loan on my flat that I bought when I was 27. And like, it's so funny. I bought this flat when I was 27. It's number 27. I mean, any of you out there, my soul sisters, you know that that felt creepily meaningful. (laughs) I was like, number 27, I'm 27. Yeah, let's go. So like, I need to pay off my help to buy loan for the government because I'll be fucking damned if when I sell this flat, that I let them take 20% of the property value. No, they can just have back the actual money they loaned me. Thank you very much. I'm you're not making a profit. No, thank you. No, no, no. So I need to find a way to pay that off, okay? Um that's my goal for the end of this year. I need to like generate at least like just 15k in like surplus income beyond like covering my nut to get that done. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. That's the goal. I'm fucking hungry for that goal. So that's great. I love money goals. There is nothing like a money goal to put a fucking fire up your ass to get your business going. (laughs) My other goal is I want to start investing this year. So I think I had a very unhealthy attitude towards money in my twenties. Like, and I know it came from a place of low self-esteem where I thought that as long as I was just making enough to survive- that that was like my ceiling, that was all I needed. And now I am realizing that that's like not fair on myself. I can have multiple income streams and I can make much more money than just the money that covers my nut every month and drains my bank account to zero. Like I can make money for my future. Like I'm a self-employed person. So it's, I don't have a pension. I don't have any security through my job. Like if I get no more work tomorrow, Like, I'm, I'm dust. (laughs) Like, I'm not dust, obviously, but like, it's, you know, it's not far off. Like, I live, I walk the (laughs) tightrope. And, you know, I think I've been self-employed for so long now. It is in my DNA to be able to cope with being self-employed and not knowing where my next paycheck is coming from. Everyone in my family is self-employed. Like, I've just grown up with that mindset. I think if you're an employed person, like, my boyfriend says to me, he says... Like, but cause I'm a graphic designer. That's how I like make money on the side is if he's like China, if, if, if you could make more money from graphic designing, why don't you? And there have been moments where I've turned down graphic design gigs because I know that's going to impact on my like two, three days a week that I want to spend like starting my next business in the self love space. Right. And he's like, I just don't understand it. Like if you could have more, why don't you go after more? And like, he's not saying it in a judgmental way. It just comes from his place of like placing money as the highest value factor in your life. And for me, money has not ever been the highest value factor in my life. It's been my mission and my business. And as long as I'm working on something creative that makes me feel good, that is like the highest value. But the unhealthy part of that comes where I think that because I'm starting a business, I have to be like treading that tightrope of like not having enough to live each month and, and like borrowing, you know, and all the things that come with that. And I'm fucking done with it. I, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm ready. I'm ready to make more money. Fuck yes. God orgasmic. So that's my thing this year. It's like, I'm cutting the cord. I'm cutting the golden cord that I've been attached to for so long of thinking that I only need to make enough to cover my nut. And now I am all about dollar bills. Gonna get my money. Yes, I am. And so I have this like plan I want to start investing. Even if it's only like £50 a month or whatever it is, I want to start investing in the stock market. I joined this community called Female Invest, which I recommend you go check out. These two Nordic women founded it. It's fucking sick. I went to their webinar, and I'm not kidding you. There were 8,000 women (laughs) on this webinar that I was on live. The energy was palpable. And we were all just like, you know, there's like people trickling in on the chat. They're like, I'm blah, blah from Birmingham. like, I'm blah, blah from London. I'm like, oh my God, like I started this. I'm doing this. I'm like, I work in retail. And everyone's just like, fuck, let me get on the stock market. And I'm like, oh my God, this is where I belong. So doing that, I'm going to like take their course because I know fucking nothing about investing. I want to learn. I want to do it. Okay. So that's my second goal. Like first thing is event sponsorship. Then I want to start investing. I want to launch an e-commerce store, okay, because I have so many sick product ideas. My background is also merchandise and product, um, like making products. So I know all about that world. And then by end of this year, I'm going to pay off that help to buy loan. I'm going to turn my flat into a passive income stream as an Airbnb. Fuck it. Yes, I am. Oh God, I'm just getting wet thinking about this stuff. And then at the start of next year, I'm going to launch something that's so fucking massive for the Wahoo Club. It's blowing my mind even thinking about it. And yeah, that's that thing I'm not ready to share yet. But the way I look at it is that I'm going to have at least two to three passive income streams by the end of this year, because I am focusing on looking inward and looking at what I need and what I can do to create the business where I can hire women that are about this shit of helping other women. And that's how I'm doing my part of looking after this space at large, of us all finding our power and freeing ourselves of the chains of the patriarchy and of the unfairness in the workplace and getting paid and splitting doing the dishes with our partners and ringing up whoever it is, our boss or our lover, and being like, if it's good with you, I'm having this day off. And I'm not kind of asking, I'm just telling you. I'm having this day off because I'm taking my mum out for fucking lunch and a pedicure. Goodbye.